Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to our podcast. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> this is our first podcast. We don't know how to do a podcast. Um, we're podcast babies. Yes. So. Hello, my name is Christine Chung and I'm a senior talent manager at Fueled. And my name is Keaton Cruiser and I'm the talent coordinator at Fueled. Fueled is uh, one of our leading app agencies here in New York City. Uh, we've made apps for companies like Warby Parker, Rite Aid, Harvard Business School, you name it. We're the best in the biz. And today we just want to create a podcast just to give you more perspective on recruiting and hiring on both sides as candidates and talent professionals. Yeah, absolutely. So we initially, when Christine and I had decided to move forward, uh, better ourselves in the learning and development department, we decided that it would be a good practice to start listening to various podcasts about hiring and about talent, about talent news. But when we did that, we, and I don't want to name any names because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Don't be mean, Keaton. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be mean. But... We found that a lot of those podcasts were really very boring. So Snooze fest. They were an absolute snooze fest. So we decided that we would try to make our own and inject a little bit of life, energy, and fueled <laughs> yeah. into, into the podcast as well as providing some useful information. Um, or some practical information for your everyday life. Yeah, so um, we don't have a name for this. We don't know what we're doing, but we're totally open to suggestions. And um, we'll definitely give you guys some emails, some contact info, so you guys can hopefully give us a lot of useful suggestions so we can make this better. Yeah, give us a good name because we can't think of one right now. So we would appreciate it a lot. And today's topic is, or, or the, the episode title is called, Hi! And resumes. So we thought that we would do something a little bit lighter for our first episode, something everybody knows and loves and something everybody has spent hours and hours trying to make look good before an interview or before an application, uh, resumes. So we're going to go through some really bad resumes and we're going to make fun of them. And then after that, we're going to look at two of the best resumes that we've seen and then after that, we're just going to give some general resume tips. Um, yeah. Is that it? Okay, yes. cool. So let's go ahead and go forward with this. Um, this. These resumes were taken from a post on Kick Resume. So you'll find those at blog.kickresume.com. And we'll provide a link to that somewhere. I don't know where, where do you post. I don't, I don't know where you post links. We'll figure it out. But, Twitter. Yeah. DM me. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But there will be a link somewhere um, to this to this post, um, and it is entitled "The Ten Worst Resumes the Employers Have Ever Seen." Yes, and we want to just give you a couple. We don't want to bore you with too many, but I think number one is actually a good place to start. Number one, and it's the first. <laughs> the first is the overconfident man. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, this man. First of all, his uh, desired compensation is a range from $18,000 to $250,000. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He has an objective where he says he wants to be a businessman with that range of compensation. And then he actually says, Keaton, please read the rest. It says, so yes, um, with 18000 to 2500 
2500 No, $250,000. He can't read, apparently, right <laughs> I'm, now. <laughs> I'm illiterate, sorry. Uh, so he wants that in salary, but he also wants the following benefits and additional compensation, as he calls it. He wants a corner office. Oh, me too. A receptionist, don't we all? Me too. Stocks and bonds, <laughs> which is a very old-fashioned term. I think we call it equity now. Yeah, and commemorative coins because I don't even know what that means. he's... All of our grandmothers? I don't know. I don't know. What are commemorative coins? They're like, so... Like I think, mint coins? Like mint coins. Okay, I don't want to talk about this. Or like, <laughs> what, or like, uh, are those quarters? Like the quarters that okay, have we are every state yes. on the back of them? But you guys get the point. This guy is kind of uh, off the rockers. You can see why he's having a hard time finding a job. Well, and he was working at his previous, um, at his previous job from 1996 to the present, which is... 2016 as of this article being posted so i mean clearly a very long time a, a <laughs> very long time so moving forward uh to the bottom of his resume of like just scaling right over the fact that he said for education he went to yale whatever Harvard, he said all ridiculous oxford devry devry yeah and he holds degrees in business running i don't know what that means but um at the bottom of the page, it says, references unavailable because they were all burned up in a fire. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. It just sounds like really arrogant and um, it just puts it's, a bad taste in my mouth. It sounds unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I don't. And then at the bottom, he says to contact fax to Kinko's. So. Yeah. So as you can see, it, it's not a very serious resume. So, you know, hopefully, you know, anyone that wants to seriously apply to a position wouldn't be so narcissistic and overtly confident when you're applying. Yeah. I but, I have a hard time believing this. That is a real or I really hope it's not. Yeah. Real. A real sample. I mean, I've seen similar things being in this profession. So um, <laughs> there are definitely some characters out there. But yeah. I actually love this example. So Keaton, let's move on to example number two. Great. Um, so this uh, candidate here is searching for a job in the food service industry, and um, this person... He's a cook, food prep, and pizza maker. That's what he's supposed to be. And he's, he's had more than... Or she. She. Has had more than 14 years of experience working in restaurants. So that's... You know, impressive. Yes. So there's really nothing wrong with this resume except a, a series of a very, very unfortunate spelling errors. <laughs> and I'm a little uncomfortable saying this, so I'm just going to let Keaton say it. But um, what is his title? Cock. It's and cock. what does he do? <laughs> he, he cocks dinners. And, <laughs> and he's responsible for cocking pastas. <laughs> <laughs> so, cocking dinners. As you can see, instead of writing "cook," this guy wrote that he's. Well, it's a not cock. as they see; it's as they hear. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. Who does not want to apply to be a cock? Right. I, and I want to just point out that this resume is actually well formatted. It actually is very clear and straight to the point that it would have been a, a, a great resume had had this person just taken a second glance at just some of the spelling here. Yeah, because it, it's across the board. The, <laughs> the word cook is misspelled in every Every use. single category. Um, so that is yes. truly just So, you know, check your spelling. It's always good to edit and check your resume. And uh, moving on to uh, example number seven. 
Yes, we're going to move on to example number seven. Oh, just so you guys know, these are like uh, numbered, and there are many, many uh, different examples, and we're just highlighting some of the best. We're highlighting our favorites. Yeah. <laughs> the ones we wanted to make fun of the most. Exactly. Um, oh, boy. So, number oh boy. seven is... So this one has a caption that says, Nobody told this lady that a resume shouldn't be a showcase of one's favorite colors. Or fonts. Or fonts. Or clip art, which is a very old-fashioned thing to say. Um, So I don't even know where to begin with this this one. Uh, First of all, it has her picture in the corner, and it's not even, like, it's not even padded correctly with the corner. It's, like... Directly on the side. The alignments are totally off. It's horrible. Um, it's It looks like a picture that was taken from a group photo on Facebook. I I truly don't know. Um, she also has like hearts and spades emojis and icons like all next to her name, which is really strange. Yeah, like surrounding as a border, um, which is amazing. Also, they're all multiple different colors. I just want to point out it's red, orange, green, pink, purple, and blue. Oh, sorry. I forgot black. Yeah, and then orange again at the bottom. Every section of the resume is done in a different color, and it's done in almost a pastel, so you can barely read what it says. Right. Um, which is, you know, a problem in its own. But, um, yeah, let's see. What else is horrible about this resume? I mean, I just can't read it at all. It's super it's distracting and ill-formatted and um, pretty much just really unprofessional in my opinion oh oh my favorite my favorite is that her email is glitter gal <laughs> glitter <laughs> glitter gal 1999 at aol.com that's right and uh that is you know definitely something to note you want to have a, a nice email yeah um or at least one that sounds professional all right this poor lady let's move on so this next resume is what we call being straightforward. Yes. Um, and it's, it's the 10th resume, not that that matters. Um, so the, I guess this is the objective statement. I don't really know. Um, it's not indicated. It, it's, I don't Just read it. Yeah, <laughs> just I'll read just read it. it. Um, it says, hi, period. I'm looking for a job, period. period. Only for the summer, though, period. Because <laughs> I got to go back to school, period. period. Thanks, spelled a T and X, period. period. <laughs> I, I. Where do you start? I, you have, where, <laughs> I have no clue. Mm. Um, what do I have to offer? I'm good with people, spelled P P L. Oh my god! I wear your clothes. I. Why? I sincerely hope that it's for a retailer. Stop. And not, <laughs> and not like some serial yeah. killer situation. Mm. Um, <laughs> you want to wear my skin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. And then the the next bullet point is I'm a model, so I can sell the clothes. <laughs> I I, I whatever. Um, skills good at organizing, good sense of humor. I don't know if that's a skill. Good with people, good with infants and children. I just In- want to highlight that these are all soft skills. Well, I don't know what this person's talking about. Being good with infants and children is the same as being good with people. <laughs> infants and children are people. <laughs> well, hobbies, actually, go, no, I'm go, not. Go into hobbies. I like the hobby section. Hobbies. Okay, hunting. <laughs> Laser tag. Love it. Both very good with this idea that they are a model and they wear your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) They wear your skin. Uh, Other hobbies include animal training. So he's a dog whisperer. He's a dog whisperer. Great. Um, Eyebrow tweezing. Great. He can come tweeze my eyebrows. A bit of a departure. Um, Tattoo assistant. 
is left field. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I donated my hair to charity. Is listed as a hobby. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have whiplash. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from that yeah. list of hobbies. I think. Um, I I don't think this guy that guy's gonna get a job. I don't think this guy's gonna <laughs> get the job. Um, and then you go down to volunteer experience, which is wrapping gifts at the hospital, wrapping gifts at Center Point Mall, wrapping presents at the bay. He didn't even didn't even keep the wrapping gifts. Oh, consistent. Oh, my <laughs> God. Consistent. And, and then <laughs> touring children around the school and gave them snacks like Coke and cookies. I hope he's talking about the soda. I hope he's talking. <laughs> I hope he's not, actually. <laughs> Changed my mind. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> so those were some really fun resumes to laugh at. Um, wait, wait, wait. But, but his outro is... It's, oh, yeah. it's not even like, I mean, closing summary is not even a thing on a resume, right? <laughs> right. But um, he wrote, I hope you think I could work at this job. I think I would do well because I'm a good person with a good soul and will work hard and good. Thanks. You'll work good. This <laughs> resume worked pretty good. Yes. Um, God, what a, what a train wreck. So, I mean, none of these things are relevant, I think, unless... I don't know. I, I, I was trying to, like, assume what he was trying to, like, apply for and whether it was, like, a personal assistant, maybe, like, a nanny or... A, it has a to be a retailer. Yeah, I, I wear your clothes. I, yeah, but where do the infants and children... I mean, if they're shopping in the store, I don't know. Okay, sure. Gap kids. Okay, so this, this could totally be for a retail job. But, you know, even, I think, as a retail owner, I don't think that I'd want to, you know, hire this person for my... My my store. Not at all. And, and if this person says that he's a model, why did he not include a photo on the resume that is like modeling right. 101, I feel right, like? Right, 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 right. I mean, normally I would say no photos on your resume unless you are international. It's actually an international practice. But, right. um, but that's for a separate conversation which we're gonna come up to now we're gonna start talking about some resume tips yes, yeah i mean we talked move. about these horrible resume tips so let's talk about like two good resumes and then we'll go into some tips yes let's do it okay so now moving on to good resumes good resumes, resumes we want you to have yes now for our first example here and we got this um this article from mashable.com i'm also, sure a bunch of you have seen it before oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure um this is from 2016 as well, by the looks of it. Um, this is regarding an intern candidate who applied to GQ. And for his resume, he decided to send uh, the editor-in-chief an actual a 20-page magazine, which was all about who he is and why he would be great for an internship at GQ. Yeah, but branded like totally like a GQ magazine. So he recreated yes. the GQ magazine and pretty much made the features himself and uh, his resume and his skills and um, what he has to offer. Yeah, and the if I when you go to this um, link that we're going to provide somewhere in the ether, um, you'll see the cover of the magazine that he made. And you'll see different taglines like, will his hard work pay off? Uh, steps to succeed, hard work, dedication, and luck. Um, so and not he only, got the job. I think uh, we right. all know he got the job. Not only is it very diligent, but it's, you know, it's funny. Um, it's a little bit cheeky. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but overall, I think two tremendous results. It just shows how much hard work he was willing to put in, which for an internship is definitely like one of the m most, one of the highest things you can do. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people just generally think that their resume should kind of be a one-size-fit-all, meaning make one resume for you know 20 different companies and you send, submit them over and over again, which is a tactic. You should have a like a, a boilerplate resume that you can make general, but I think that it's really important for anyone who wants to apply to a specific company, which I think anyone who has <clears throat> a real passion and dream towards a specific marketplace and a company or a product yeah. uh, would really want to apply to a few very specific companies. Mm -hmm. I would like to think that they would pretty much like rework their resume to yeah. really cater to those companies. I mean, everyone loves that kind of proper due right. diligence as a hiring manager. Yeah, especially um, once you're out of the like entry level once you're more mid, once you know what you're looking mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I would absolutely yeah. say. And this GQ candidate, I think it took him three weeks to make this resume, including like all the photo shoots and like graphic designing content writing. And I mean, in my humble opinion, three weeks for a dream job, I don't think is that time intensive. I don't think that's, I don't think that's too much work for your dream job. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think that like you should really do the due diligence and, yeah. you know, really show the hiring managers that you're looking for this job. And it's not applicable to every role. Like this guy made it because he was doing it for a magazine publication, a print magazine publication. But at the end of the day, you know, in my in my direct experience, I did have a very amazing specific candidate who we actually hired, mm -hmm. who actually made a fueled branded resume. You know, we are a design uh, eccentric, you know, app agency, right? Mm -hmm. and, and creative direction is really important to us. We love- Very heavily branded. Exactly. We love apps that are sexy mm -hmm. uh, from, from, from a regular first, first bird's eye view. Um, and so we really, like value design and a strong sense of personal style and mm -hmm. so we had a candidate who pretty much looked at our website and a lot of our employees have avatars, personalized avatars that our graphic de designers make for us as our as exclusive field members which is like a really special little attribute you get, mm -hmm. um, incentive, <laughs> a little perk you get when you work here and essentially this person recreated his own avatar mm -hmm. like with his own design but made a field brand and made a fuel pump and made his resume May look like our fueled branded yep. same logo. fonts, yeah. same font coloring, exactly. all of that. And it safe looked, to say he was hired here. He was absolutely hired. Yeah. <laughs> and so it doesn't take, you know, this much intensive work for everybody, but it is, I think, really important to note that if you do go above and beyond like these people have in the very specific specific environments they were interviewing for, mm -hmm. you will stand out. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're going to move on to just some resume building tips, some things that you definitely don't want to do um, when you're creating your resume for yeah, a Yeah, sorry job. guys, it took this long for us to get official on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just start at the beginning. It's the best place to start, as they say. Um, the first tip here is don't include an objective on your resume, please. I mean, it's a, it's an age-old tradition. I get why it used to be important, but nowadays, it's honestly you're wasting space. Uh, well, your your objective should reasonably say, "I want to work at Fueled." I know. And if you're applying to work at Fueled, we know you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, we already know you want a job. But also, I think uh, I've disqualified candidates because they've made a mistake being like, "I want to work for Mashable." Yeah. yeah <laughs> and meanwhile, so they just applied. To fueled, which Sometimes is like they, a really bad mistake. They definitely don't always remember to 
change the objective unless your objective is going to be extremely catered to that specific company and that specific Absolutely. role it's going to be a detriment yes um so now our next piece here is it's it's about it's in the same line here don't let your resume exceed one page um and that is exactly get rid of that objective yeah. So that you have more room for the yeah. what matters for your work experience. And like I get it, it's hard. You want to show your best self, but less is more. Think about, you know, the hiring manager who's reading all of these resumes all the time. They're really only gonna look for the most relevant information. You know, keywords and relevant, you know, information that they can use to to improve value for their company, right? So at the end of the day, if you have ten years of experience, it might be okay to move on to page two and I will accept it but only if, you, if it's relevant experience absolutely though. and 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 I hope you're you're seasoned enough to to you know warrant that kind of a lengthy resume if you just graduated school or you've had one year of career experience and granted you've had a lot of internships that's great mm. but if you have a, a three-page four-page resume I honestly I'm not going to take it very seriously I mean I would like to think that you know a lot of a lot of you know a lot of the most educated people who are great communicators, the the skill that they have is editing and yeah. quality control. Yes. Actually communicating what is necessary. And if you do, if you are, say you're just out of school and you're applying somewhere, you might not want to include that, you know, I worked at Arby's. Yeah. This is not a dig on Arby's, I love Arby's, exactly. but if like you Relevancy. might not want to include that when you're applying to your first like office job yeah. or something like that. And you can always explain like those gaps, the gaps in your resume to the hiring manager. Or include the gap reasoning in your resume in a one-liner quickly. That's form. totally fine. Yes. So that's always something that you need to be aware of. That's right. <clears throat> and in the same breath, formatting. Formatting, yes. Don't use weird formatting. We hate reading it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I can accept that you use tiny font to make, like, the margins fit. That, I'm, I understand. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but, like, we're talking about alignment. Like, you know, dates on the right, locations on the right, and then you, where you worked on the left. Like, Your name going horizontally up the side of the resume, like... I mean, I get if you're reformatting things to make yourself stand out, but it needs to make sense in the sense that, like, you're not distracting the hiring manager or the per whoever's reading the resume to look at all these other distracting factors instead of your qualified skills. Yeah, you just, <clears throat> we as, uh, you know, hiring managers, we just want to be able to see all of your experience and we want to see it in an easy, digestible way. And that's, that's basically it there. Yes. Um, and this one, Keaton actually disagrees with me. I do disagree with this one. Um, this next step, the next step. This next piece of advice is not to use full sentences in your resume. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, Christine, why don't you, you, you take, you uh, give your perspective on that. So the advice is don't use full sentences. Employers won't read them. And Keaton is disagreeing, which I don't completely disagree. Right. I just mean um, in a resume, every bullet point should be an action item, right? So you are doing something that is providing value, taking action, you are proactive. It, it shouldn't be, I deliver things every day to blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It should be um, deliver blah, 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 blah to make sure that we're creating the most efficient process. Or I am, it shouldn't, it shouldn't start with I am blah, 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 blah. It should be the actual action verb, sure. right? I think that, yes, that makes sense in that 
in that um, scenario. I guess the one that I'm sort of considering uh, in my mind's eye is a scenario perhaps where on your resume in order to save space, you want to go with more of a paragraph format underneath your you know job title and location. You might want to do I was responsible for blank blank blank. That gives you an opportunity. Oh, that I'm totally fine. With. And that would be a full sentence, but it yeah. it, it gives you the opportunity to um, to put all of your job description in one compact paragraph instead of maybe spacing it out over the course of several lines, which is one way to save space okay. and get that resume to be one page long. So we agree. We actually both agree. We agree. Yeah, we agree. We, don't we are arguing. Whatever. <laughs> no. Um, so take that, take that with a grain of salt. You can use full sentences, but you know, use your best judgment. You don't want to be taking up unnecessary space. Correct. Um, and yes. Then we say, you know, don't include an unprofessional email address, like we said. Glitter earlier. gal, nineteen ninety nine. No bueno. At aol.com. Yep. And then the next one, this next one actually is a killer for me. Mm. Don't write in the third person. Always use the correct verb tense and keep it consistent. Actually, this is a, this is a funny story. Oh, my God. In seventh grade, <laughs> seventh grade, um, all of my friends and I, you know, theater people, they, <laughs> they all, we all uh, spoke about ourselves in the, third, in the third person for like a solid two weeks. Yes. Sometimes I do it here and people um, criticize me for it, but then think it's hilarious. But in an interview process or resume, don't do it. No, only <laughs> at school with your friends in the seventh grade. You know, whatever. Like right now, mama wants to go home, but you know, I can't be saying that to my boss. That's true. Right? Okay. Especially not mama. That's right. Um, great. All right. So the next piece here is don't overload your resume with jargon. Of course, that goes along with um, everything we've been saying about saving space. Um, don't use fancy verbiage. We don't like it. Um, don't include irrelevant work experience, which we've already touched on. Don't use elaborate designs, which we've already touched on. Don't list your hobbies. Is the we next don't care. One. I really don't care. Don't do it. Well, it's also, I think, an opportunity when you list your hobbies, this is just inviting unnecessary information about yourself to the hiring manager who may not, it, it could give them an opportunity to dislike you as a person. There are which a lot of unconscious biases yeah. out there, right? Yes. And you always want to avoid that any way possible. That's another reason why you might not want to include a photo in your resume. And uh, we would say don't include your references unless you actually have asked them for permission already. That's, mm -hmm. that's pretty much obvious, right? You don't want people to be getting phone calls asking about you unless you already gave them a forewarning. Yeah, you definitely need to tell your references ahead of time if you are going to list them on a resume. Yep. And don't include your current employer's contact information. I mean, I think um, that's kind of risky. I mean, it is very risky. It's I mean, bold. good for you. I mean, like you got the cojones if you're gonna do that. Well, but. especially if if you if you work at a at a company perhaps where you know the the call has to be directed to you. First. Exactly. Like somebody is going to be somebody's going to be answering the phone and hearing that you know you're applying to a new job. Yeah, I think it's just safe to say that like your employer doesn't need to know that you're being opportunistic unless you know you're being super transparent and you've already had that conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would be a great thing for your uh, employer to be surprised by a, by a, a phone call or an email from a future potential employer, mm -hmm. right? Okay, we got the final 
little pointers over here. Yes. So the next one is um, going to be don't send your resume unless it's in a PDF format, which I can see. I It's actually something I haven't really thought about before, but when you like take the time to consider it, you don't want to send a Word document or a text document, first of all, because... I can write over it. Well, you, yeah, because you're, like, you can, you run the risk of somebody editing your resume, which I don't know why anybody would do that, but there are bad people, people out there. People are evil sometimes. <laughs> you don't want to give them the opportunity. Right. But also, just because in a document format or in a TXT format, you don't know if that's going to be in the correct format from computer to computer. Right. So if you're sending that to somebody, you might not know if they're going to be, <laughs> you might not know if it's going to show up correctly when exactly. they receive it. Exactly. Um, and then the last little number here is don't send in a paper resume. I mean, only if you're with a digital company or tech technology company. Yeah. Some, We're not paperless. Some some companies still still require paper resumes, but for the most part, I mean, I think at Fueled we have one one printer? Two. We have two. We have two printers, and next to the printers is a sign that says don't use these. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's right. I mean, I think that in this in this a day and age, I think that we have all been used to, you know, paperless billing, you know, things like that. We want yeah. to save the environment. You want to save the environment. Yeah, but we're not just being altruistic. I think that, you know, like us having, um, you know, email access and, and all these different, you know, technological advances, you know, we don't need to print out a resume and then bring it even though you have it in front of a computer screen, right? So yeah. it's just logistics here. Well, and like, why would you want to give them a single copy of your resume when you can just send them an infinite source exactly. of resume. Um, I mean, personally, I've like in the past, I was always annoyed yeah. when you would like email your resume somewhere and then the employer would also request you bring a paper copy. I was, you know, in my head, I was always like, I just sent you one. And even <laughs> like, as the, from the perspective of a hiring manager, you know, even when I'm in front of candidates and they give me a paper resume, it actually distracts me from having a real conversation with them because mm -hmm. I'm actually looking at their background while I'm talking to them. Meanwhile, I really should have taken a look at their background before I, I went into the meeting yeah, and have, absolutely. you know, reviewed their resume, right? <clears throat> so hopefully, um, you know, we can all make this a better process and save the, you know, the world while we can <laughs> yes. um, and save some paper and save some trees and while we can still, you know, make the process a bit better. Yeah, and a bit more efficient. Yeah. Um, so that was it for our resume tips, um, which means it's it for the podcast today. Thanks for surviving and sticking around with yes, us. Yes, <laughs> thank you for staying and listening to us. Sorry for torturing you. Um, it's okay. It was pleasurable torture. Um, so we don't really know how to end this. Um, let's introduce ourselves again. All right. This is KKNCC. Yes, CC stands for <laughs> Christine Chung and KK Keaton Cruiser. Stands for Keaton Cruiser. Um, we work at Fueled. It's the best place in the universe, and we are the talent team at Fueled. If you have ideas for the title of this podcast, dial in or yes, dial in using Anchor, or you can email us Christine at Fueled.com, CC at Fueled.com or Keaton at Fueled.com. Um, you can tweet at Fueled. You can s slide into our DMs on yeah, but, Instagram. But if you're going to DM me, please use the handle at Fueled Team. 
and um, myself personally. I'll be receiving all your DMs, and we're taking suggestions for topics, our podcast name, etc. But thank you so much for listening to us and bearing with us. Yes, thank you so much. And I think our next episode is going to be about... <gasps> well, we want to keep it a secret. Okay, fine. All right, we're not going to tell you. You got to keep the allure. Stay tuned. Hope you'll tune in again with us. Thanks again. Thank you. Cheers. Chaz. Chaz. <laughs>